This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 24th of August. Well, it's a tale of two cities, Justin, or should we say <laughs> countries. Get this, the second biggest cinema chain in the US, named Cineworld, is on the brink of bankruptcy, Ouch. while Event Cinema here in Australia has seen revenue boom 43%. Opposite ends of the world, B-Man. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. PricewaterhouseCooper, or PwC, they've officially retained their spot as the biggest of the big four professional services firms by revenue. Very nice. And they've celebrated by bumping up staff pay by an average of 9%. Cop that Deloitte, KPMG (laughs) and EY. Gotta say, Justin, three lucrative stories today. Let's do it. For our first. Endeavor Group, the daddy of Dan Murphy's, has announced a more than 12% revenue growth and it's partly thanks to an uptick in non-alcoholic drink sales. Interesting to see Aussies changing their Bev buying habits, B-Man. What is the story? So Endeavor Group is the Aussie alcoholic drinks retailer. They're also a hotel owner and pokies operator. Now it was previously part of Woolworths, but they spun out from Woolies last year, resulting in a tasty two billion bucks back to shareholders. They are the name behind Dan Murphy's and BWS, but Endeavour really has weathered some big changes in their revenue mix. Yeah, during COVID, everyone was heading to bottle shops to buy seltzers for their <laughs> government-sanctioned picnics. And literally no one frequented their hotels <laughs> for months on end. And now, Brett, they're still seeing new changes to how consumers spend. Just when we thought things were going back to normies, Justin, so what's changed here? It seems low and no alcohol alcohol beverages are the flavor of the month. In fact, five out of its top 10 fastest growing subcategories fall under this umbrella. And it's all part of an industry-wide trend towards alcohol-free drinks. Really? So what's the key learning here? More and more people are frothing bevies without the booze. And it's not just Aussies that are driving this change in the market. The global non-alcoholic beverages market is expected to reach 1.36 trillion US dollars, I said trillion, by 2030. Brett, one theory is that being locked down prompted some of us to become more more mindful about our drinking habits. And this younger generation is drinking less as well. Get this, one in three pub visits in the UK are now officially alcohol-free. And if two countries known for their drinking culture, like the UK and Australia, are getting on board, we'll be interested to know how this takes off around Mm. the world. For our second story, the reject shop has been doing it pretty tough lately, but now our economic woes are looking like their golden opportunity. Who doesn't remember trips to the reject shop as a child, Justin? (laughs) What's happening here? Like a kid in a candy store, Man, the Reject Shop is, of course, an Aussie discount store wonderland. <laughs> Known for selling big name brands for a fair bit cheaper than you'll find them elsewhere. Yeah, they opened back in 1981 in Melbourne, but now the Reject Shop has over 300 stores. But it hasn't always been smooth sailing, mm-hmm. Justin. It has faced some pretty stiff competition from other discount department stores like, I don't know, Kmart. And they've had some major COVID store closures. But now their revenue has actually gone backwards. Yeah, the Reject Shop's revenue fell 0.5% compared to last year. But they reckon tough economic conditions are actually creating a massive opportunity for them. Talk me through that one. Well, they reckon that because cost of living is on the up, Mm -hmm. more people will be on the lookout for low price discounts. In other words, they'll be trading down. Ah, so what is the key learning here? Trading down is a financial term that might not sound familiar, but the experience of it will definitely sound familiar. When consumers are facing tough times, one of the first ways we respond is by swapping out higher priced items for cheaper versions. Think skipping the minor figures oatmeal and (laughs) opting for the Audi brand instead. Trading down is one of the reasons that discount retailers tend to do better than other companies when economic downturns hit. Get this, shares in Walmart, the discount retail behemoth in the US, Mm -hmm. they've outperformed the S&P 500 consistently during recessions, according to research from Bank of America. And now Australia's cost of living is soaring, so the reject shop might just be right about getting a big break. Mm. For our third and final story, 3,000 workers at giant car company Ford will lose their 
jobs as the company cuts costs a big time. Uh, big steps here for the old Ford mobiles. What is happening? So we all know Ford, the American slash multinational car maker. Ford pretty much invented the modern approach to assembly line car manufacturing. Now, Justin, it's fair to say Ford's been through quite a bit of change over the years, including when they closed down their local production here in Australia and 1,200 Australians lost their jobs. And now it's more job losses for Ford, but this time it's in the US. Yep, Ford is letting go of 3,000 white-collar employees. And they say the job losses are collateral damage in their transition from petrol and diesel vehicles to electric vehicles. And this comes at a time of massive change within the global car industry, Mm -hmm. as everyone seems to realise it's the EV way or the highway. (laughs) So what is the key learning here? When it comes to electric vehicles, it's no longer a question of if, but when. These redundancies, Brett, sent a very clear message to Ford shareholders and competition Mm. that the future for Ford is electric. And look out, Justin, the race is on. Ford is committed to ensuring half of its global production will be electric by 2030. But while that sounds pretty good, it's actually way behind their competitors. Let me look here. We've got Chrysler, entirely electric by 2028. Jaguar, ditching petrol and diesel by 2025. And old Mercedes-Benz, expected to stop spending on combustion engines by 2025. That's soon. How good is that feeling of seeing a push notification, opening an app and seeing that you won cash? We had 40 winners of Win the Week this week, including Ariella from New South Wales, who won 50 bucks. Blessy from WA also came away with the goods. Gianna from Queensland, Maria from New South Wales. And a partner from Victoria. How good is that? If you want the chance to win cash prizes just by saving money every single week, you've got to download the Flux app and play Win the Week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.